He is a Grammy Award winner. He is a four-time Stellar Award winner. He is a six-time Dove Award winner. And in my opinion, a certified Gospel Hall of Famer. It is my honor to present to you on the D. Curtis Randall Show, Mr. Fred Hammond. Mr. Hammond, thank you for being with us this evening. Thank you, Curtis. How you doing, man? I'm doing just great. I'm doing just great. Um, I want to ask you, first of all, I know you had knee surgery recently. How was your health at this time? Oh, man, thank you for asking. I am um, doing pretty good. You know, I'm, I'm about 50% walking on my own and um, no crutches, no no anything like that, but I'm still a little, a little shaky. Um. Uh, they said that it'll probably be about to January, March, before I'm really as stable as I'm going to get. Okay. So I'm doing pretty good. We have followed your career for many, many years. Uh, I got to tell you, I did not know this. Uh, doing my research, I found out that you started as the bass player for the Winans. Absolutely. And, and if you had asked me then, I would have told you that... Uh, uh, at this, I would have thought I was going to be 53 still with the wine. <laughs> <laughs> I love them that much. Were they mentors to you? Absolutely. Marvin Winans, Carvin, uh, Mike, and Ronald definitely were very influential, uh, and not just in music, but just in life. Men, uh, Christian, so they, they were very, very uh, great role models. And then they were mentors. They, they took me under their wing. They would teach you know, and uh, you got the right to be in ministry as a man today. After you uh, served with the Winans, you became a part of a, a great, great gospel group called Commission. Basically, you were around for 10 of the 12 uh, albums that they put out. Well, yeah. When I left the Winans, I left for the sole purpose of starting a group uh, I didn't really want to leave the winings, uh, but it got to a place where I couldn't do both, and I had to make a decision. Mm-hmm. And uh, I stepped out uh, when commission was still in the early stages, and uh, we were probably a, a year and a half away from a record deal or anything like that, but I, I had to step out on faith. And uh, I grabbed some of my good friends, people I knew in the city, and said, come on, guys, let's do this. Here's the vision. And here's what's going on, and, and uh, we jumped out and did it. When you got together with this group, did you have any idea of what influence you had on the gospel music industry at that time? You know, I did not. You know, when you're really, I believe that when you're sincere, you don't go out to set records or win awards or or to say we're going to change the game. You know, so many people walk up, in the, and that's a level of arrogance that I tried not to have, you know, or still try not to have at this point in my life. But um, I, I just, we just wanted to make the music that we were making, and, and we wanted to tell a story and, and really minister and just say, hey, man, this is what we have to say. Jesus loves you, and he died for your sin. And that's all we wanted to do. Now, how can we say that the best way? You know, and we just did us. We didn't, you know, we didn't try to, you know, a lot of people thought, you know, our, our like even our first album, you know, we, we kind of went, went against the grain by wearing blue jeans and, you know, blue jean jackets and stuff. At that time, people people say, well, what's the big deal? But at that time in 1985, nobody was doing that. You wore suits, you wore robes, mm-hmm. you wore, you know, colored suits.
other. And we come out different. Well, with that being said, when you formed Radical for Christ, did you follow that pattern into this group? Absolutely. Uh, I took uh, the same principle that I did with commission and just added it to a whole lot of other people. And, uh, you know, we, uh, and for a minute, it seemed like I had to conform where we all dressed the same and, and whatnot. But then I just, I, I, I thought of the name that I picked and it's called Radical for Christ. It's like, man, we think differently. We're outside of the box thinkers. Mm-hmm. The music is going to be outside of the box. Now, today, praise and worship is pretty much standard, but at that time, it was non existent in the black church. And um, so we just did that, and I had a little, little urban to it, a little grease to it, a little soul to it, and then, you know, uh, that's the way we were able to, you know, kind of do our thing. Let me ask you about that. Uh, the praise and worship music of today. Uh, it seems that the genre is is changing a bit. Is that for the good? Uh, I think it is. I think, but I think people have gotten used to it, and they're waiting on something new and innovative to hit gospel music area. You know, uh, praise and worship is pretty much here to stay, uh, but it has kind of gotten, you know, well, pretty much the same. It's pretty much the same. Okay. Now uh, you. Move recently, well, a couple of years ago, you moved to Dallas, Texas. Uh, you're a Michigan boy. But, uh, you wind up moving out there to Dallas. How how are you liking it out there in the uh, Southwest? Yeah, I've been here for nine years, and uh, I am uh, I like it. I like it a lot. You know, I love my church. I love my pastor, Mister Dick, and the Potter's House. Of course, and uh, I absolutely, you know, enjoy it. Um, I'm thinking that. Uh, uh, you know, uh, I love Detroit. You know, I'm still a Detroit boy at heart. And uh, go Lions. And, uh, <laughs> you, had, you had to throw that uh, out there. I mean, thank you. I had to throw that in there. I had mm. to throw that in there. You know, because you know, Chicago and, and then Detroit, they, we, we, you know, we're in the same division. So, yes. you know, we're always going against each other. Yes. But uh, I, loved, I loved Dallas. You know, and it was a pretty good move. Now, I was out there in Dallas. I lived out there in uh, Mesquite. And I know... Where all the barbecue places are, I know you know where all the all the good barbecue places are. Oh yeah, <laughs> you been out there in Oak Cliff? Yes, sir. Okay, well, yeah, my office is not too far from Oak Cliff. We're right on the edge of Oak Cliff right now. All right, and uh, but you know, I got to be honest with you, man. You know, it's nothing like Midwest barbecue. You think so? East Coast Midwest barbecue. I like charcoal. I'm not all into the smoke flavor. <laughs> it's good. I'm good. Mm-hmm. I'm mad at it. Give me some good old, you know, Kingston taco. <laughs> let somebody know how to do it. That's some ribs right oh, there. Oh, so I'm saying if if I were to go to your house right now and you set out the grill, you're bringing out the the Weber and you're getting the Kingsford all together and you, you're getting ready to do it good, right? Yeah, you know, I didn't got fancy, man. So I just I push a button on my grill man, and turn it <laughs> off. Just, you know, I didn't get all fancy. But when I do ribs, and I don't do them much. I, don't, I think I've only done them a couple of times, like meat cooker. I'm pulling out the actual charcoal. Mm-hmm. I'm pulling out the old joint. I'm sitting it down, and I'm, I'm lighting it up. And then I'm standing back and saying, now that's a fire. Right. That's, 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 that's me right there. Uh, Fred, I wanted to talk to you about uh, your new project, uh, your new song, I Will Trust. I heard that song. It was a very beautiful song. What was the inspiration for that? 
Um, I had just gotten out of the hospital, mm -hmm. and I uh, had double knee replacement surgery, and uh, you talked about that. Mm -hmm. uh, but I was in so much pain, and I was I was at, at my weakest point, learning how to walk again. Actually, like, you know, I'm 53 years old, I'm trying to learn how to walk. Something I've been knowing how to do since I was uh, one or two years old. And uh, now I'm, I'm trying to maneuver that, and if I move too far to the left, right, and bed, was so much pain, and then I had the medication, and it was heavy, you know, just, and they told me, you have to stay on it, and uh, I was skittered sometimes, and it was just, it was a mess, and uh, I would hear the enemy say, you know, I got you, I got you, and uh, um, my, my, my father passed of knee surgery, knee replacement surgery, five days after he had it, he developed a complication and, and died. And the enemy was like, well, you know, I'm going to get you, get you. And uh, my own mind played tricks on me. Uh, I, I couldn't dream. I couldn't hear music. I couldn't hear anything. But I could say the name of the Lord is strong power. The righteous running in this. And I would have tears in my eyes. Said, no matter what, I I'm going to make it. I'm going to be okay. And uh, if nothing else happens, I'm not okay. I will trust in the name of the Lord. I will trust you, Lord. I will trust you. So when I got about 30 days after that, I started actually writing songs with a friend of mine. That was the first thing that came out. Well, that is a beautiful song. We're playing it um, on the D. Curtis Randall show. We're playing it in rotation. And uh, it's, it's uh, just an excellent song. We're looking forward to the, the new project, the new CD. I know you're working on that right now, and I know that song's going to be number one on the hit list with, with that. Amen. Um, the Festival of Praise Tour. With Donnie McClurkin, this is your good friend. It's my man. I've seen some of your YouTube uh, videos and <laughs> between the two of you, y'all have fun. Yeah, we crazy. Y'all have fun. Yeah, we do. Yeah, that's one thing I love about Donnie. He is not just a you know. You look at him, he's so profound and prolific, and uh, you know, stately. But man, behind closed doors, that guy loves fun. I mean, he loves to laugh and. He's not a stick in the mud. You know, it's just, just, we just have a good time. It's, it's good. It's good. To, and it's good to be that way as a Christian and be able to have fun. Absolutely. Fred, thank you so much. We appreciate everything that you've done in the gospel industry. Continued success to you. Bountiful blessings. And just thank you from the bottom of my heart. Thank you. Thank you, Curtis.